We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for July 18th, 2022. And I am going to en endeavor to try to do this marathon study to get this covered because some of this is really overdue. And I don't like to have news go too far because then it becomes like, you know, it's not applicable or it's old news. So I want to try to get through as much as I can tonight. This next one, again, this is Watchman stuff. This is entitled how Hillary and really I would say the elite can crash your car and the plane that you're on. Now, I understand this is taking God out of the equation and I'm not saying God can't protect you, but this is something that you might want to be aware of when traveling, especially if you have put yourselves in any way, shape or form in the crosshairs of, you know, the wicked. Okay, we'll just put it that way. So I'm going to go ahead and play this video. Thomas and Betsy here for the American Intelligence Media. Thomas, I don't know what to say. Just when you thought you knew all the dirt about Hillary Clinton, it gets even worse. The thumbnail reads, how Hillary crashes cars and planes. Tell me this isn't true. Oh, no, it's quite true. And going back quite a while through Rose Law Firm, right down there out in, in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, where so much criminal activity happened, especially with intellectual property, patent theft, working with the NSA, you know, the Iran Contra was ran through there, through, uh, through MENA, Arkansas, through Bill and Hillary, when that was going on. And remember, they were working also with Jeb Bush and with um, Baby Bush, as I like to call him, George W. Bush, down in Texas and then in Florida. So what was going on there was Arkansas had become the place not only for washing all the money from Lockheed and Boeing and other um, company, uh, basically uh, monopolies, really, that have uh, corporate military contracts permanently, and they work through Arkansas. So Arkansas was not only laundering money and, oh, you, I don't even want to get into it. But we found out- we Plus flying in whole uh, C-40 cargo planes of cocaine at the time when uh, Bill was governor there to distribute into America to further defile America, just like fentanyl is doing now, but this was some of the more initial stages of it. But that was all going on at the time too. By accident in a certain way, we were looking into some kind of claims about a clipper chip that was put into computers as a backdoor. Well, the other thing too is that these two CEOs that mysteriously died in plane crash recently that seemed to have connections with Clinton. And then I asked the members of the conclave, what is this I heard once a long time ago that Clinton was somehow associated with airplanes and that she could crash them. And so that got you guys running with the other things you were investigating. That's how it, it all happened, I believe. Yes, we are investigating SES, the Senior Executive Service, and somehow uh, we drifted over to Field McDonald McConnell's yes. site, uh, Able Danger, and I started researching that in relationship to some... Now, this would also relate to heavily to that Carrie Madaj, that doctor, that I've kind of, I've played her, but I've also warned about her because of her new age stuff, uh, that her plane with her boyfriend, I guess, crashed in Georgia, and that was incredibly suspicious, almost killed them both. Again, two more alternative doctors that maybe it sounds like they were trying to take out that were in the supposed, you know, the truth movement again, but the, where that movement is tied to, I would be, you know, just take it with a grain of salt. But yeah, that just happened recently as well. I think this video 
might have come out before that because it was June 6th, and I think that took place after this video was released. Notations that had been gleaned from patent research um, for issues concerning leader technologies, in, uh, particularly in relationship to a company called BEI, and later a company that Hillary represented. Remember, Hillary was a patent infringement lawyer. So she was always in from the beginning with James Chandler III and uh, Podesta and Mueller and Rosenstein. It's all the same cabal. So we found that cabal goes all the way back to the late eight, uh, 70s and even earlier. And that a particular person who had invented this thing down in Little Rock, Arkansas, then developed into this massive company that has the NSA contracts to put the back doors into every computer, basically every you know, your phone, your computer, your iPad. And so we were researching that, and we were researching a thing called a clipper chip. Well, the clipper chip is kind of a myth, and it, it basically is a reference to the QRS-11, at least in one sense of it, and that is what Hillary was fighting through Rose Law Firm about, was the QRS-11. This is a small device, about as big, about as big around as a quarter, and about an inch tall, and inside of it is a chip, um, the reason this probably came to birth down in Arkansas is that's where the best crystal in the world is found in the ground there in the Washita Mountains and that crystal is turned into the crystals that are used for tuning radio stations. So crystals always have gone back in time uh, with uh, electromagnetic frequency propagation and radio propagation. And I know because I happen to have studied that when I was in the NSA and uh, got quite acquainted with all those things. And so when I saw this and the, we were doing research on this, it cropped up and we thought, well, wait a second. Is this what Field McConnell is always referring to at Able Danger as the uninterruptible autopilot? And we said, well, it sounds like it. Isn't that strange? So we researched it more and what we found out is that the principal gyroscope in practically everything that moves has one of these. So it's one of the most common and most profound little devices in airplanes and cars and buses. Uh, and well, we'll go into further where they wanted to put them in a minute, but basically when they created this, it became an amazing device that they could ping in between radio stations and they could tell exactly where you're at, what height uh, elevation you might be at, how fast you were moving, so on and so forth. So this became a very, very, very big invention. That's the reason there was contention over the patent. And then the patent went out of the country, came back to the country, and then bingo, it's everywhere. And the NSA, of course, was involved in prior machinations, let's call it, with a company called BEI. And somehow then magically, they came up with the QRS-11, which now is in its um, third iteration. It's the QRS-14, but it's in every single device that moves and they can go wirelessly into it and turn it off. They can control the throttle because these are in cars also, and they can also control the steering. So in other words, they can wreck any car or plane. Or, or if they move to driverless vehicles, I'm sure they're all going to be installed with them. But you were telling me that these are also on ships, boats, missiles, satellites, anything. That's why it's very important, I believe, for you to pray over your vehicle. Um, to pray Psalm 64 over you, your family, whoever you feel led to, because you're asking God to hide you from the secret counsel of the wicked and from the workers of iniquity. See, I don't care what technology they have. God is greater, infinitely greater than that. So this is why I did 
the teaching on imprecatory prayers in Psalm 64. And you have, if you've never heard that, key in Psalm 64 at contendingfortruth.com because it is about appropriating the protection of God and God's judgment on wickedness, which always results in very good things. And it always results in people getting saved. And um, you're not praying it so you want people to go to hell. You're praying it so ultimately the wicked will wake up and get saved if it be possible but if not that the wicked are judged because then you know if they're not then they just go their merry way and commit more wickedness as we're seeing today everywhere we turn so this would be a great reason to you know again something like the lord's prayer putting on the full armor of god uh praying psalm 64 these types of things and and over your possessions your vehicles and you know when you you pray or when you travel if it is on a plane you know these are things to really bear in mind because satan is definitely upping his attacks and i wanted my listeners to be aware of this and it moves yes and you would think that it would be an encrypted top secret national security high level whatever but no it, it, it's in the hands of one company and then we found out an amazing thing which we'll add to this but let's just make sure we we round this off with the QRS-11. So basically what we're saying is, okay, let's go back and take the alleged list of, what, 125 people who have died immediately around Clinton, especially right before lawsuits or before uh, criminal investigations or during criminal investigations. I mean, I found out about a few more today just writing an article on uh, unfit Mitt Romney as we were trying to point out that, you know, we shouldn't be voting for Romney unless you want to vote for another Bush uh, CIA operative. So what we found out is more deaths. So we said, okay, this is what we need to do. And um, someone is researching this now. Go back and look at every alleged death of the Clinton body bag count. How many were in mysterious wrecks and cars yes. and in planes? Wow. And of the first six that I found, <laughs> just immediately checking into it, four of those, of the first six that I looked at, all six of which happened in six consecutive months, right. all around the time that they were in lawsuits with Whitewater, and these people died in car, mysterious car wrecks on a road that they're used to, or in planes, usually small planes for some reason. And now we saw, just as you pointed out, these two, uh, the one of the top executives at Bridgewater, which is where Comey worked, which is then where James Baker, who just was uh, relieved of duty uh, in the FBI as the House Counsel, one of the most corrupt lawyers there is, he didn't really step down. That's what they do. They reassign them and then they forget the case. So the QRS-11 is in every device, and yes... And they show a picture of it here in the, um, uh, like, what you're watching. There's no, like, video where you're seeing them talk. It's a picture of this... Um, Inertial division, uh, this QRS-11, and the serial number on this particular one, and then quartz rate sensor. It's showing a picture of what this actually looks. I don't know if they look always the same, but here's one picture. U.S. military knows the secret on how to turn it off, how to control it, and, and no, basically and, and, how to sabotage things. And the point is, no one will ever know, will they? It's, it's a, you're quiet, you're in, you're out, nobody knows you were there. Oh, it's just a matter of uh, each one of them has somewhat like you'd call an IP address for a computer. It's, an, you know, it's a special identification for each QRS-11. You tune into that number, you hit a button, and the plane goes down. Okay, 
So before you move on, are these plane are these things installed in commercial airplanes? Yes. So that means if I'm on flight with someone that these deep state shadow government cabal elite globalists want to take down, I could be just collateral damage. Yes, and I could make some very. I'm not flying again. That's that. it. I'm done with it. I mean, it's bad enough that the TSA thinks that I am a domestic enemy. I have to be questioned about even the hotels that I'm going to stay in. I mean, it's just crazy. The seats are so small. The service is awful. The jet fuel pumps into the cabin. It's just. Unless you're breathing everybody's potentially diseased air, think about if they just got the COVID kill shot. And they're all the vaccines shedding. All of you are sharing that same air, and that's polluted. Obviously, the filtration isn't, you know, anything to write home about on these things. I mean, it's not a good environment. Now I find out that there is a chip that someone that I don't see or know can take that plane down. It just it. it, it this is just awful. She's clear beside herself. Um, I don't know if I've ever told this story, but when I did that. 14 city tour of the prophecy club i was um you know i it was oh that was one of the hardest things i've ever done and you're flying here there and everywhere and the way that they had the thing um arranged in their infinite wisdom is i ended up flying from coast the, the east coast to the west coast back to the east coast back to the west coast back to the east coast and where did I get done at? I flew like coast to coast like four or five times. It was just ridiculous the way it was worked out. I mean, wow. With one day where I didn't have to speak. So I was speaking 14 out of the 15 days. Oh, man, going back through time zones and, and then going back the other way and then not having any rest. On, oh, I tell you, it was... And I, I talked to other guys at other venues who were the hosts, and they were like, there's been a lot of people that just walked off the tour. They couldn't handle it. Thank God I got through it. But I can remember when I got back, and um, I was I was like thinking about Taylor a lot when I was she was nine and I would get her something from every single place I went whether it was a postcard or whether it was a little I don't know trinket from from that particular place and, and I would send them back as I was going or I, I wasn't able to send back all trinkets but I could send postcards but I can remember when I got back and Taylor told me she's nine and she said when you were flying out of Dallas, I believe it was, which was right near the start, I think that was my first stop, God convicted me that you were in great danger, and I started praying, and my mom saw the whole thing, and she was basically on her knees crying out to God that God would protect her daddy, and it wasn't like a five-minute prayer. Evidently, this went on for a long time. She was bawling crying just clear beside herself and then it, it at a certain point it lifted and taylor had peace and you know i mean i had some hairy hairy you know you fly that much in a 14 you're gonna have some hairy uh experiences on on the plane or whatever but i i i don't know if i ever told that story but yeah so i um i think they would have loved to have taken me out way back then that was like literally right, right when this ministry was getting started i was on sermon audio and was right when the the very infancy
of the ministry. So praise the Lord for um, for the Lord and for Taylor and, and praying and um, my listeners I'm, I'm, that were praying. Now at the time though, I probably hadn't mentioned. I don't know if I'd even mentioned it on air. I wasn't. I wasn't as uh, proactive on the spiritual warfare as I am now which was dangerous you know as far as maybe reaching out to my listeners and these types of things because it's dangerous if you don't have a prayer covering in a ministry like this you are opening yourself up to real i mean especially in today's day and age i mean it couldn't get any worse <laughs> in the stuff that we're dealing with um but anyway going forward <coughs> excuse me okay so this next report a black market for human body parts exists in america a colorado funeral home was able to traffic body parts for nearly a decade from 2009 to 2018 megan hess and her mother shirley co operated a non-profit organization called sunset mesa funeral foundation now these operators are being charged in a federal court with mail fraud illegally trafficking um body parts from you know cadavers and giving clients fake ashes Families who sought cremation services from Sunset Mesa Funeral Foundation would receive fake ashes as their loved ones were dissected and dismembered and sold limb for limb throughout through the back door. Mail-in donor services and mail-in donor services. Um, families who did consent to organ donation were also lied to <clears throat> as the funeral home sold more body parts than what families consented to. Megan Hess and Shirley co-offered cremation services to families for $1,000 or more. However, many of the cremations never occurred and the families were given concrete mixes or ashes taken from other incinerated bodies. Behind closed doors, Hess and her mother picked apart dead bodies in search of a viable, viable organs and limbs. Um, after procuring the body parts, Hess and Co. would offer the limbs to third parties on the black market. Many of these third parties included medical research, surgical training, and other educational outlets. I wonder if how many people are involved in maybe the occult would also be very interested in that. I know they use a lot of body parts like that in like, uh, voodoo and Santeria and these types of things. Uh, anyway, there is communications evidence that Hess, and there's a link to that, that Hess and her mother may have worked with hospice wards to identify specific organs that buyers demanded. Authorities also accused the sinister duo of shipping bodies that tested positive or H, hepatitis B, hepatitis C, and HIV. Some of the body parts they shipped through the mail were procured from people who died of infectious diseases. According to the investigation, Hess and Co. falsely advertised that these body parts were disease-free when they offered them to buyers. Additionally, one of Hess's former employees came forward and accused her of extracting gold teeth from one skull and selling them for $40,000. According to the communications evidence, Hess also met with medical professionals and hospice wards to identify potential organ donors in 2014 conversation with a potential body part buyer hess wrote that she was meeting with hospice on the fourth and that they would be in this quote meeting with the hospice on the fourth and that they would be quote opening the floodgates of donors okay hess said they have four or five deaths a day evidently at the hospice get ready with exclamation marks could you imagine being this evil and sick and wicked and twisted wow she offered a deal to the pr prospective buyer. How about a deal on fully embalmed spines for nine fifty? Evidently a piece. Can't beat it. Evidently, uh, 
These communications should open up a full investigation into the practices at hospice wards because, again, they, they could be sizing you up for your organs. Now, granted, they're not going to do that with somebody that's 80 years old in hospice. But if you were, let's say, you had a brain injury and you were in hospice and it was just a matter of time or whatever, or maybe it was a matter of time, who knows? Talked a lot about this in previous studies. If you want to know more, like organ donations um, and, um, you know, even you know blood transfusions i've done studies on all this stuff more than one you can key those in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com uh, if the demand for specific organs is so great and there is a high paying client then getting a brain death diagnosis could become a critical step step yeah in the body parts trafficking operation once a brain death diagnosis is obtained on an organ donor and that's the key you gotta have the organ donor card which is why I say never sign one, the family is legally obligated to give their loved one over to organ procurement. I'll bet religious exemptions are available in some states. Once a brain death diagnosis is secured, the organs are then harvested in a timely manner. Now, what they're leaving out here is once a brain death diagnosis is secured, whether it's true or not, they have to get the organs when the donor is alive. And they cannot use anesthesia. They cannot use any kind of painkiller because that would taint the organs. So if you sign the organ donor card and you give your organs and they are trying to get rich off you, which is very, very common, they can make up whatever they want and say you're brain dead or whatever, or say that you're whatever and you're still alive and you're feeling them take out your organs as you're alive, you may be under who knows whatever way they can subdue you, but it can't be with painkillers because that would taint the organs. And you're feeling that whole thing is they're ripping those organs out one by one until you're dead. That's the only way they can get them, guys, for them to be viable. They're going to go into another body. Um, once a brain death diagnosis is secured, the organs are then harvested in a timely manner. The controversy behind the brain death diagnosis, and there's a link to that, fuels speculation that there's a covert legal, well, should be illegal, body part trafficking operation happening right now within the U.S. medical system with demand for organs growing worldwide. With his funeral home in Colorado helping to facilitate the process, it becomes apparent that this is a very real and sinister body parts industry preying on organ donors and unsuspecting victims alike. Again, the reason I covered that is from a watchman standpoint, I want my listeners to be aware of this. So there's more on this topic. It's organharvesting.news. It's evidently from Mike Adams. Yeah, and there's a link to that. Then I got to mention this because, you know, this is all the, the flavor of the week here. Not to say that they're not going to try to blow this into something gigantic like they did the COVID scamdemic. Monkeypox scamdemic headlines read, Monkeypox pandemic. Shocking monkeypox screw-up means we need to admit we now face two pandemics, meaning COVID and this garbage. The WHO is to reconvene over monkeypox. Even the WHO admits it only has caused three deaths worldwide. Three but we're supposed to give up all of our rights and liberties and everything because of some monkeypox scamdemic that they have created and concocted. We need to give up all our rights and liberties for this, obviously. That's what we need to do. This line report reads, just a little bit, 
we blew our chance to quickly contain monkeypox. See, that's on you, humanity, evidently. It's, it's our fault, collectively. Now the dangerous virus is spreading fast all over the world. Three dead worldwide. Oh, the humanity. What are we going to do? Health experts agree the outbreak could soon qualify as a pandemic if it doesn't already. Oh, I would say 100% it does. And the situation is likely to get worse before it gets better. Oh, no. More infections, more deaths. Oh, more deaths? What, we're going to go to four? What about five deaths? I, I don't think it could take five. I surely couldn't take six. And seven, we don't even want to talk about. Do you believe this garbage? And more chances for the pox to mutate. We are in uncharted territory with this outbreak and still early in the event. The latest line figures from the U.S. CDC are startling. They're startling, everyone. The CDC tallied 9,647 infections as of July 11th. I think that's worldwide. Mm, wow. And there's like 8 billion people now. We just went over that threshold. But there's 9,647 infections of monkeypox, supposedly. Remember, figures lie and liars figure. That's a fourfold increase compared to just a month ago. Cases are concentrated in West and Central Africa still, where the virus is endemic. As well as Europe, where the current outbreak began in May. But the U.S. is logging a startling number of cases coming in at 865 in 39 states what are we gonna do according to the cdc that's five times as many as a month ago still no deaths from any of this still no no three deaths worldwide though i mean come on we need to just you know really go into full panic mode i don't know about you all but especially knowing it's only occurring in you know, gay men having gay sex and spreading it to one another. And that's if we can even believe any of this is really real. I mean, they've only lied to us since, you know, the COVID scamdemic thing started and then, you know, all the decades and decades and decades preceding that about every health outbreak that we've ever had. Typically, they created it or they facilitated it or whatever. But we can believe them this time. They're good people. Monkeypox is clearly a global health emergency. Lawrence Gostin, a Georgetown University global health expert, told the Daily Beast, he said, quote, It has simmered in small pockets in Central and West Africa for decades, but until now, there have been no cases unrelated to travel in the rest of the world. Now it is virtually in every region of the world and spreading rapidly. I'm I'm seriously contemplating suicide at this point. I can't live with those kind of odds that three deaths among gay men and worldwide. I mean, I, I just can't live. I, I'm, I don't have the faith, guys. I don't have it. I, I admit it. I, I'm a charlatan. I'm a sham. I don't have it. I am probably going to have to kill myself tonight. Yeah. I, 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 because I'm clear beside myself over this. Wringing my hands, breaking out in cold sweats. I, I just, I don't, I don't want to do with myself. 
teasing, little, little humor there. Anyway, um, the death rate mercifully is still low, mercifully. As of July 4th, the most recent date for these figures are available. The World Health Organization has recorded just three deaths to the current outbreak. <laughs> oh boy. You know, the drudge yesterday shows this picture of this monkey. This monkey that looks kind of mean. He's a little, little guy, little, I don't know, one of those little ones. But he's got kind of a sinister looking face. And he looks alarmed. So that's enough for me. You know, the who now is going to reconvene over this unbelievable scamdemic that's brewing. Again, trust everything that you see, guys, in the lamestream prostitute media. They will never lie to you. It's not in them. They're incapable of lies. They all are. They're all good collectively, especially like CNN and Joe Biden and the Democrats in particular, they will never lie to you. Pure as the driven snow, Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm, I am telling you, they are right down the line. Truth tellers. So, anyway, I wanted to get that off my chest. Then we have this, the U.S. has 17 million monkeypox vaccine doses. They're stuck in Denmark, though, as New York City scrambles to get the monkeypox vaccine into the arms of the all the gay men that are having sex and becoming a breeding ground for all these horrible, sick, twisted diseases. Hmm. Wow, I, I really? So they wouldn't have any financial incentive either because they've got 17 million doses that are in Denmark waiting to get here to get them into everybody. Who knows, only God knows how this would defile your DNA or corrupt you on a spiritual level. Who knows? I'm sure, though, it's fine. Only nearly 17 million doses of monkeypox vaccine are collecting dust at a manufacturing plant in Denmark instead of being shipped to the U.S. due to a bureaucratic delay. White House officials confirmed Friday as New Yorkers lined up in droves to get a hold of a shot from the, sh the city's short supply no, those people are in the know. They're savvy. One word, savvy. Anybody that's going to line up for the monkeypox shot ahead of time, and even if they've never, even if they're not a gay male or whatever, I mean, obviously they've done their homework in spades. I mean, come on. Who could argue such a thing? The viral disease, which is spreading across the, U the world, primarily among men who have sex with men, Oh, sodomy, like Sodom and Gomorrah stuff? Oh, okay. That, that abomination the Bible talks about? Yeah. Okay. It causes blister-like rashes, fever, and other symptoms. There are no known U.S. monkeypox deaths. Hey, only three worldwide. I mean, you know, it's pretty bad stuff. And public health experts have stressed that the virus is less transmissible than COVID-19, but that hasn't quelled anxiety in New York City, which has emerged as an early epicenter. So again, my best advice to you all regarding monkeypox is panic. Okay, that's it. So let's move on to the next subject. Morticians say the COVID-19 shots causing foot-long blood clots. Too many people are silent and the silence is compliance. They also cited studies in the Physician Rhesia 
Pretoris finding that the COVID spike protein alone causes the proteins in our blood to clump. A pathologist who has one of America's leading labs is finding unusually long blood clots as long as one foot in bodies of the deceased people who received the COVID-19 vaccines. Dr. Ryan Cole of Cole Diagnostics in Boise, Idaho said that his lab is seeing mushy organs. Yeah, because they start to like liquefy your organs. It starts to, the spike proteins attack your organs and start to break them down. He says, we're seeing incredibly inflamed organs. Yeah, that's what they're designed to do. We know the spike proteins cause all the bad outcomes that the virus did in 2020. Well, no, whoa, 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 hold on. The spike protein. What about the nanotech in the shots? Uh, what about the graphene oxide? What about the gene editing component? You know, um, what about that? What about the messenger RNA? There's other aspects of the shot that, and I'm not saying it's not related to spike proteins. I think they're all like the one little big satanic team in every little shot you're getting, unless it's saline, but that was another subject. But um, it's just one little satanic team in, in, the va in every little vaccine, COVID-19 kill shot gene therapy they give. It, it goes into your body and it does its level best to annihilate you on every single level, including spiritually. I've gotten into that in previous studies. In fact, I've got a whole file on that one, what it does to you spiritually. And it's not looking good. Just saying. Um, anyway, let's go further. Uh, let's see here. Um, okay, so we know... Okay, uh... Cole said that in people with comorbidities, serious chronic diseases, the synthetic spike protein in the messenger RNA vaccines produces, produced by Pfizer and Moderna are causing inflammation of the lung, the brain, the liver, the kidneys, the heart. It's causing the same damage that the virus was causing. However, he added, in the body, the shots are persisting and making more spike proteins than if you had a natural infection. Cole, whose laboratory receives tissue samples from morticians across the country. Now, remember, these are from deceased people that we're talking about here. Okay, um, this is what they're observing even after when they're doing these uh, dissections. Anyway, Cole, whose laboratory receives tissue samples from morticians across the country, cited a Stanford University study published in the journal Cell that found the vaccine spike protein remains in the body for at least eight weeks. So that sucker's doing its thing eight weeks after you're dead. Cole also cited studies in the South African physician Rezia Pretorius finding the COVID spike protein alone causes the proteins in our blood to clump and clot. Hence why they call it the clot shot. That spike protein is thrombogenic. It causes clots and it causes a lot of clots. These people should all be on natokinase, the systemic enzyme, three capsules, probably spaced throughout the day on an empty stomach talked a lot about natokinase though that's not going to do anything about the graphene oxide you're gonna to have to take nac for that nac and acetylcysteine and it's not going to really do a whole lot to boost your immune system up and that would be the other products i've mentioned to boost the immune system and then there's other factors again i, I don't it's not a good scenario if you get that shot morticians he explained in a march interview with anti-covid vaccine activist 
Stephen Kirsch usually put a dissolving fluid in to break up clots so they can get their embalming fluid in. And they were getting back pressure on the system, saying, and they were saying, what in the world is going on? Well, the morticians, Cole said, ended up pulling out six inch, 12 inch, two to three foot long blood clots. They're trying to get the embalming fluid into the venous system of the cadaver, the person, the former person, I guess, his body. And they're finding that they can't get it through there because they've got all this backup in the system from these up to three foot clots, particularly in the legs. I don't see how these people were living anyway with that type of clottage going on. You talk about no circulation. I I screamed as loud as I could scream since this whole thing started, man. I've tried. Oh, boy. Man, I warned about this. Oh, Lord have mercy. <sighs> because you know from the hip down in the leg, you have a vein called the saphenous vein. And so they were pulling long clots out of your longer veins and they hadn't seen anything like it previously. Never in the history of recorded mankind have morticians ever pulled out three foot clots out of legs. Well, they didn't have the COVID clot shot though previously. That's what it does. But, you know, no big deal. Come on. In February, as WorldNet Daily reported, a veteran embalmer told Kirsch he and more than a dozen colleagues in the industry had noticed strange blood clots in most of their cases. I've played the reports from the morticians. I've covered this over and over again in previous studies. This is all redundant, what I'm covering. Next report. Oh boy, this is unbelievable. Replying to a Twitter user who claimed he'd spoken with funeral directors about an unusual rise in children who died after being vaccinated, Canadian Twitter user at highest halfling asserted his family's casket business recently received two bulk orders. Now they make caskets, okay? They received two bulk orders for child-sized coffins. My family's business is casket manufacturing in the in North America. We have received two bulk orders for five, for sub five foot units, which is children's size, in less than six months. Never in 30 plus years of business have we ever sold child size coffins in bulk, end of quote. There's a link to the tweet. Here's a picture of the tweet. The same user made similar announcements over the past three months, once in April and again in June. So it's not like the first time he said this. Though those tweets did not receive as much attention as his recent message. Vaccines are killing, if not, what is? This is this casket maker saying this, you know. Here's a casket maker that actually has integrity. Because you'd think, well, if he was just purely in it for the money, he wouldn't be saying anything. You know, oh, well, great, you know, we're making more money off caskets. Yeah, I mean, that's about as sick of a thing as you could think of, but who knows? Nothing would really surprise me anymore. But no, he's saying something about it. Vaccines are killing children. If not, what is it? Great point, sir. I mean, I couldn't agree more. The user wrote last month, my family owns a casket manufacturing plant. I've said this publicly many times. We make coffins. Yesterday, my cousin received a request for a bulk order of under five foot caskets. It's never happened in the 37 years we've been in business. Those are child-sized coffins. There's two different tweets. I give you the links to both of them. 
The man confirmed to another Twitter user that a bulk order would consist of 100 or more units. Back in 2020, the same guy, the same at highest halfling, I guess on Twitter said, his family business supplies coffins to the wholesaler Costco. And there's a link to that Twitter post. Writing at the Substack, Etna Hecht appears to have corroborated this intel, claiming that she spoke to the family that runs the business and confirmed the man's story. I, she said, I spoke to the family who owns the largest casket manufacturers in North America. They supply caskets to huge chains across the U.S. and manufacture prime caskets. I guess that's the name among others it's horrific to have to report on such a thing but the owners said that their sales of typical caskets have increased by 20 percent meaning a 20 percent increase basically in deaths okay now that doesn't tell the whole story because what about all the disproportionate number of people that are being cremated you know i mean let's face it if, if you're dying of COVID 19 they probably milked you for all you're worth you probably you might not be able to be afford to have a casket and a proper burial. Now, I've got in, I've just, key in cremation, in the keyword search box, I believe I've done one or two studies on that. It is not biblical, guys. Cremation is pagan. I could prove it biblically. Okay? Now, I'm not coming down on anybody that's had loved ones that, whatever, I'm just telling you, I would not go the cremation route. Would not. It's unbiblical and there's been whole booklets written on it from a biblical standpoint on cremation. Should a Christian be cremated? That type of thing. And it's no, it's not biblical. Search my website. Um, I, in fact, anymore, I would say use my website as a resource to really try to find because you're not going to, there's no bias on my website. If, if you search for something now, you might have to really dig, especially if it's a broad subject, but um, the search engines are. You, basically every one of them it's it's so incredibly hard to find any kind of truth because they're all they're all ai algorithmed out and, and and skewed and i don't care if it's duck duck go or whatever it's incredibly hard to find truth on the internet at this point uh especially with search engines so i mean if you know a specific site to go to like mine and to do a search that's fine but i'm talking you know you can find a lot of good stuff on mike adams site if you want to know about a certain thing about a certain vaccine that's a great place to search I don't obviously agree with a lot of his other things, he his tactics and the other thing, and who he aligns himself with, like, you know, those New Ager guys. Um, but there are good sites you can go and search and, and get still get truth, is the point I'm trying to make. So this goes on. This is this uh, lady, this Etna Hecht, and she said that uh, their sales of typical caskets have increased by 20%, and since December of 2021... Their sales of small size caskets, which, you know, again, this is when I believe they started to really target the kids because obviously it was adults at the first and then they, they got smaller and smaller, smaller range, age ranges, even though there's virtually no chance of a, of a child, even according to their own line statistics of dying of COVID-19, like virtually none. But no, you, you got it. You got to inject all the kitties, of course, because you got to defile them too. Anyway. There, um, since December of 2021, the sales of the small size caskets under five feet for children have increased by 400%. 
meaning there's at bare minimum for a 400% increase in deaths of children. And again, that's not accounting for if they can afford a burial plot in a casket because it's very expensive. He's not the only one talking about it. Those in the funeral industry are well aware of the sudden change in the nature of their business. The, the rumors of bulk child casket orders come as the U.S. government last month became the first nation to approve COVID vaccines for infants. Because they love us so much. As young as six months old, while the Canadian government is set to approve jobs for the age group later this month. Mm. White hot hellfire for those doing this. White hot. Here's some related reports. For children who get the kill shot, FDA approves first oral blood thinning medication for children. Well, why would they do that? Well, because, again, like we just talked about, the spike proteins produce all of this, these blood clots, and that's going to happen in kids as well as adults. So now we're going to come out ahead of time to kind of head that off at the pass. The first oral blood thinning medication for children. I mean, when I was growing up, all my friends in, 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 in elementary school and middle and high, they were all on blood thinners. I was too. We were all on heart meds and all kind of stuff that little kids evidently need now. Oh no, that never happened. I didn't even know, I knew like one kid in elementary school that was on like an asthma med. He had an inhaler. That was a big deal. That was like in the late 70s. Now it's just, you know, everybody's on their pharmacia. And now they've got, and again, they did this by design on purpose because they know they're, they're going to try to, you know, um, this, this will be their remedy to all the kids showing up with you know, foot-long blood clots in their legs and stuff. Well, we're going we're gonna to give you our blood thinning. That's not going to do anything to break up the clots. I don't know if natokinase can do it. I don't know. I have no idea. Natokinase will break up normal clots naturally without causing a stroke. And it does have a natural blood thinning effect. And things like ginkgo have a natural blood thinning effect. Phosphorus has a natural blood thinning effect. But natokinase is the only thing I know of naturally that can actually break down blood clots. But I don't know about these. I would say, like, maybe if you took it right away as you after you got the shot and then it, you didn't allow the accumulation, it would have a much higher chance of working. But I'm speculating. I don't know. I try to help, but there's only so much I can do, you know? And you can get natokinase online still thank god they haven't outlawed that yet i mean i i carry it in my product line i got two different kinds just because the one i couldn't get i sell a lot of that i've sold a lot of that since this all happened i mean my listeners were like yeah i mean this is something i need to do to protect myself even being around people that are shedding the spike protein well the spike protein is what's causing the clots so yeah but you always got to take natokinase on an on an empty stomach i just do one a day in the morning with my with my systemic enzymes i just start the day out that way just because it also helps to lower blood pressure because the if your blood's naturally thinner obviously your blood pressure is going to be naturally lower um it's been researched from antiquity it's just an enzyme from um the fermented soy now it's not soy it's just an enzyme isolated from fermented soy so it's perfectly safe and it's been researched in the Orient for like ever. And you can find it, like I said, you can find it online still. I would try to get a good, reputable brand. Uh, 
Next report, two and three-year-old kids with seizures is the new normal. Oh, really? Two and three-year-old kids with seizures is the new normal now. I'm getting multiple reports from my nurse friends about kids two and three years old having seizures. It is only happening on vaccinated, COVID-vaccinated kids, though. Imagine that. And symptoms start two to five days after the COVID kill shot. Beyond comprehension. Beyond that you would subject your child to this. That any, and I'm talking, not talking to my listeners, I'm talking people in general. Representative Sean Caston's daughter passes away after getting the COVID kill shot. Imagine that. In a tweet, Illinois' representative Sean Caston expresses his full support for the COVID vaccine, saying that everyone in his family has gotten the jab. Then, on June 14th, 2022, Caston's 17-year-old daughter, Gwen, passed away peacefully in her sleep. Coincidentally, I'm sure. Most 17-year-olds I know from Pat, the past typically pass away in their sleep peacefully. Now, I don't mean to, to make light of that. I'm just saying, you know, I have sometimes you have to use sarcasm to dramatize a point. Unbelievably sad. But this is this is played out all over the world over and over and over and over. Sam Dodson, an electrical engineer, miraculously got into the into a recent FDA meeting and commented on the dangers of the messenger RNA COVID kill shot to infants and young ones during the FDA decision a few days ago. I'm going to play you this three-minute clip where this guy is like a buzzsaw. Okay, so now you're going to hear, and it's not the greatest audio, I'm really sorry, but hopefully you'll be able to hear this. This is the open public hearing session. This is Sam Dotson speaking. Um, uh, views expressed do not necessarily reflect those of the FDA. Oh, I guarantee they don't. They don't. Ref <laughs> that is without saying regarding what is getting ready to be said. This the guy that put it up said this was my three minute speech to vaccines and related biological products advisory committee in their hearing to approve the COVID nineteen vaccines on babies five and under. This is a critical step towards the pharmaceutical cartels gaining immunity for adverse reactions caused by caused by their their um, products next speaker is uh, mr sam dodson you have three minutes please hello my name is sam dodson i run a podcast called to the lifeboats and i have no relationship with the pharmaceutical cartels okay so so he runs a podcast called to the lifeboats and you can access it on uh bit shoot and he he said that i have no um affiliation with the pharmaceutical cartels i'm just going to let him talk here schooled in electrical engineering and two years ago i'd never heard of mrna but let me tell you what i've learned since it starts with the shot you told us stays at the injection site we know it doesn't you knew it didn't biodistribution studies show that it goes to every major organ primarily the heart liver and spleen where thanks to the highly inflammatory lipid nanocomplex it transfects the cells that complex contains a pegylated lipid being mass injected into humans for the first time ever while the animal studies showed heart attacks in pigs after the second injection. You knew the lipid nanocomplexes collect in the ovaries where they have the potential to cause devastating effects on reproductive health, yet you did nothing. When women started complaining of menstrual problems, you did nothing. 
transfected cells in every organ pump out the spike protein that ends up in the nucleus where it interrupts P53 line 1 and BRCA. You didn't know this because you didn't care to ask the question. And when shown to you in a study, you did nothing. Every transfected cell expressing spike protein risks autoimmune disease, the most acute of which is myocarditis. When people started dying of myocarditis, you did nothing. The spike protein floats freely in the vasculature, finding its way into the brain, breast milk, and the environment as the body sheds this protein in exosomes, making those around the vaccinated sick. The spike protein directly affects toll-like receptors and CD4 T cells, which are essential to the immune defense against these very viruses. When the vaccinator repeatedly caught COVID and suffered reactivation of herpes, shingles, papillomavirus in unprecedented numbers, you knew this was a massive problem, yet you did nothing. You knew that the mRNA stays around for months in lymph node germinal centers causing T-cell exhaustion because the Stanford group performed the study that you couldn't be bothered to do. And then you ignored that massive safety signal. You were warned about oncomers and the effect on P53, yet you did nothing. When you were warned about prion disease and amyloid as a result of the huge amounts of spike protein produced by these therapies, you did worse than nothing. You silenced those people who raised the alarms. You were informed of fraud in the vaccine studies, yet instead of investigating, you colluded with the manufacturers to suppress trial data for 75 years. Knowing all of these concerns, you now want to inject the very young who have zero clinical risk from COVID and for which not one single study has shown any clinical benefit. You have abjectly failed in your sole duty to ensure the safety of any drug given to Americans. The late Francis Oldham Keesley would have been ashamed at how you've turned a once respected agency into a corrupt, corrupted vessel for the very corporations you swore to protect the American public from. If you have one shred of humanity left, you will recommend an immediate halt to all the shots and pray that God has mercy on your souls might also want to figure out how we're going to diagnose myocarditis in very young babies who are unable to speak. Thank you. Hmm. Well, don't worry, though. We've got the we've got the blood thinners, though, ready for them. Thank you. The next speaker. The <laughs> so next speaker. Thank you. So that's like water off, a, off, off Satan's back, you know, like off a satanic duck's back. Thank you. OK, let's go to the next speaker. Really? I can see they really took it to heart. You know, they really... But yeah, I mean, praise God that that guy was actually able to get up there and, and do that and get that in without them cutting him off. So I thought that was a, had a lot of listeners send me that and I wanted to definitely cover that. Now, let's just keep going rapid fire. Cover up. Babies and toddlers hallucinating and having seizures following the COVID-19 vaccine shots. Steve Kirsch reports, and this is from healthimpactnews.com, that nurses told him that many of these children, two and three years old, are having seizures. Now, we kind of just touched on that, but it says, I'm getting multiple reports from my nurse friends about kids two and three, year old, two and three years old having seizures now. It's only happening on the vaccinated kids, and, and the symptoms start two to five days after the COVID vaccine. I realize we just covered that, but when you reiterate that again, then next report. More murder being committed. US, US, uh, the U.S. FDA grants full approval to the Pfizer COVID vaccine for ages 12 to 15. The FDA said on Friday it has granted full approval for the Pfizer and the biotech uh, COVID-19 vaccine for adolescents aged 12 to 15. The vaccine sold under the brand name 
Cominardi for adults has been available under emergency use authorization, meaning they have no liability since May of 2021 for the age groups of 12 to 15 years old. It can now be sold under the same name for adolescents as well. Then, the NIH, FDA, and CDC employees are quitting in droves over, these are the ones that still have consciences, they're quitting in droves over the infant COVID kill shot gene therapy. Doctors and scientists at top levels of the NIH, FDA, and CDC are leaving their positions in federal government over the recent approval of the COVID shots for infants and boosters for kids. Moderna's vaccine had a 4% efficacy against asymptomatic COVID in kids, and again, who have no risk of death or hardly even getting sick from it at all, depending on, you know, whatever, uh, in kids ages six months to two years of age. So 4%. And that's from their line statistics of efficacy. I admire that many health experts within the NIH and CDC who are outraged and spoke to me. Our liberty as physicians to speak up should always be sacred and protected. That was Marty McCary, MD, and that was his uh, little thing that he just said. Now, an article published Thursday by John Hopkins, professor, again, Marty McCary, MD, and consultant epidemiologist with Florida Department of Health, Tracy Beth Hogue, detailed the concerns of health experts. A senior FDA official told the doctors, it's like a horror movie. I'm being forced to watch and I can't close my eyes. People are getting bad advice and we can't say anything. And this is coming from like, you know, the Florida Florida Department of Health and uh, John Hopkins MD here. I mean, this is coming from the NIH, the FDA and the CDC. Thank God there's still some people in there with, with a modicum of conscience. I mean, obviously they have more than a modicum, but, you know, it's I'm glad that they're whatever. The bad advice the FDA referred to is the lack of clinical data supporting the use of COVID jabs in Americans aged six months to five years old. The FDA doctor was also upset the agency bypassed external experts in authorizing booster shots for kids. It's just total satanic genocide and defiling of humanity. And the youngest among us. That, that's what it's all about. 100% masks off Satan in full control. As I said from the beginning, it would turn into, if left unchecked. The article continued to note top officials at the NIH's Vaccine Research Center have quit over the past year, including the director, deputy director, and chief medical officer. The NIH scientists told uh, McCary and Hogue, quote, there's an enormous number of jobs opening up at the highest leveled positions. A pair of CDC officials said their agency is also suffering from low morale and that employees are tired of the politicization of their work. There has been a large amount of turnover. Morale is low. A high-level CDC official noted things have become so political. So what are we there for? A CDC scientist told the doctors, I used to be proud to tell people I work at the CDC. Now I'm embarrassed. Now, next report. This is only a fraction of the true numbers, but... They're admitting now openly in the um, Europe and United States databases, they're admitting openly 75,322 dead from the kill shot, from the COVID kill shot, and almost 6 million injured. You know, it's acceptable. These are acceptable losses. Collateral damage, as they say in war terms. 
Now, these aren't even anywhere near the real figures. But do you understand, even if we believe they're lying figures, this vaccine, and they openly admit to it killing far more by a multiplier of I don't even know how much than all other vaccines in the history of the horrible, satanic, medical pharma cartel vaccination going back from its inception, they admit that this vaccine has killed more than, now I don't know, it, we, we, we could make a caveat there. Spanish flu of 1918-1919, which was actually caused by the vaccinated. And that killed millions and millions. That could give this a run for its money. But then again, we're not really sure about the true figures of that and we're really not sure, but we're reasonably sure to a certain extent the figures the kill shot figures of this and we're going to get into that in a second but no, there, there's been no other vaccine ever introduced other than the spanish flu of 1918 1919 that one that i reported on in my 2006 uh, avian flu presentation at length you just Key and Scott Johnson, Avion Flu on the key. You'll be able to look at all those slides for free up on YouTube. Or you could get the Prophecy Club DVD, but then they'll charge you for it. And they keep taking it down every time somebody tries to put it up. But uh, it's nothing like rationing the bullets. Uh, babies and toddlers are hallucinating and having seizures after the shots. We just talked about that. Now. The European Medicines Agency or EMA database of adverse drug reactions is now reporting basically a little over 46,000 deaths and almost 5 million injuries following the COVID-19 vaccines, while the United States Vaccine Events Reporting System is now reporting almost 30,000 deaths and 1.3 million injuries following the COVID vaccines. Again, these are statistics that no vaccine has ever even remotely produced other than probably the Spanish flu. That, that one they gave to the military to spread that and to create that. We know that as huge as these numbers are, which are official government statistics, that they only represent a very small fraction of the total number of deaths and injuries suffered by those who chose to receive the COVID-19 gene therapy injections during the last 18 months. Last year, Dr. Jessica Rose did a comprehensive analysis to determine the underreported factor in VAERS I have reported on this many times, this subject, and came up with a 41 times multiplier, meaning that the recorded data for adverse reactions to the COVID vaccines in VAERS had to be multiplied by at least 41 times to get a more accurate number. Now, if you want to see that report, there's a link there, which is, I put it in yellow, and it's determining the VAERS underreporting multiplier. Moving forward, However, now that more time has elapsed since this study was performed, many feel the 41 times is significantly too low, which is what I said too, and should be closer to 100 times their official numbers, what Satan is admitting to. Figures lie and liars figure. You know they're not getting... I mean, I've done whole reports on how the their their little reporting center for VAERS is totally overwhelmed. They don't have enough people. And it takes months to log in one thing. And there's all kind of ways they're cooking the books and fudging the numbers. We've already... We've reported on that over and over in previous studies. 
the it should be closer to a hundred times, which is the number that the previously used used based on a 2011 report by Harvard Pilgrim Healthcare Inc. for the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Evidently, they used. Although 25% of ambulatory patients experience an adverse drug event, less than 0.3% of all adverse drug events and only 1% to 13% of serious events are reported to the food to the FDA. Likewise, fewer than 1%, fewer than 1% of vaccine adverse events are reported. Low reporting rates preclude to show the identification of drug problems and vaccines that endanger public health. New surveillance methods for drug and vaccine adverse effects are needed. So if we take the publicly available data from VAERS and the European EMA databases and multiply these by 100, these would be the true numbers of adverse events and deaths following the COVID-19 kill shots. And this is just in Europe and this is just in America. This isn't including all the other countries in the world. Over 7.5 million deaths and over 593 million injuries in Europe and the United States. No big deal, guys. Nothing to see here. Just keep moving. Only seven point, over 7.5 million deaths in America and Europe alone from the COVID kill shot. What's the big deal? I don't know what we're all getting so worked up about. Satan loves it. Isn't that all that matters? Only, only over 593 million deaths, or I'm sorry, um, 593 million injuries in Europe. And how many of them are going to be dead pretty soon? Because remember, the COVID-19 kill shot, gene therapy, clot shot is the gift that keeps on a given. Progressively annihilating your own immune system, progressively setting you up for cancer, progressively setting you up for massive blood clots, progressively eating your organs, destroying your organs like the morticians are observing, progressively depositing more graphene oxide into your brain pan, as my dad used to say, where they've done dissections of cross sections of their, their head and it's like this black gelatinous goo in the middle of their brain, which is where graphene oxide would gravitate toward, which has to do with the nanotech and the shots. Yeah. So we have that. Then we have this. Death claims up 6 billion. Fifth largest life insurance company paid out 163% more work, working age deaths in 2021 after the COVID kill shot was introduced. After they were unleashed on humanity. 163%, and who knows if that's way underblown. Because all these other statistics are, and I'm not going to even, you know, but that's what they're willing to admit to. Another major life insurance company in the United States is facing turmoil as death claims soar due to the Wuhan coronavirus 
kill shots. According to reports, Lincoln National, the country's fifth largest life insurance carrier, reported a massive 163% increase in death benefits paid out under its group life insurance policies in 2020. You're going to see these life insurance companies going under. That's what I think. Annual statements filed with the state insurance departments, which were provided to Crossroads reports in response to public record requests, show that Lincoln National paid out almost three times as much money in 2021 compared to yearly totals in 2020 and 2019. What's the difference? Kill shot was instituted at the start of 2021. It's the only thing different. From 2019, the last normal year before the pandemic, to 2020, the year of the coronavirus, uh, 2000, uh, COVID-19 virus, there was an increase in group, group death benefits paid out by only, um, of only 9%, an increase of only 9%. And again, you could account for that in the testing. You could account for that in the things they were doing to the people in the hospitals. This was before the vaccine. You could account the increased mask wearing. The testing, which was, um, you know, implanting all kind of garbage into the people, that could be accounted for that 9% raise, but 163% once the kill shot was instituted. But group death benefits in 2021, the year the vaccine was introduced, increased by almost, almost 164% over 2020. Why isn't this front page news? Mm, I wonder why. Lincoln National is the fifth largest life insurance company in the U.S., according to Bankrate after New York Life, Northwestern Mutual, MetLife, and Prudential. Next report. Ever since Wuhan coronavirus' vaccines were introduced, birth rates all around the world have been, be, been plummeting. One of the hardest hit nations so far is Taiwan, which compared to a year ago has seen more than 23% decrease in birth rate. Wow. Wow. COVID injections are linked to the destruction of man's sperm. There's a link to that. There is not yet data available for 2022 since the year is only halfway through. But if current trends continue, Taiwan will see a 26 Sigma event. Now, that's a little bit complicated to explain, but I'll, basically I'm just going to go forward. It says this 26 Sigma event can be described as an unimaginable in terms of the likelihood of it happening due to random chance. Meaning there's no way they can get a 23% in birth rate over the year before by some random thing happening. It's unimaginable. It's trillions to one from what I had read in there. Reports the Great Game India about what a 26 Sigma event is. The destruction of Taiwan's birth rate is a 26 Sigma event, meaning the probability of it happen, happening at random is zero. Clearly the jabs are to blame after most of Taiwan got vaccinated and now less than 77% of the babies expected are actually being delivered. And you wonder, you know, how they might be cooking that book. Who knows, maybe it's a lot worse. I just don't believe anything they're saying. This is from a listener, listener comment. And research on how a small town in Alabama was totally decimated by the COVID kill shot. No, I had not heard this. She says, hi, Dr. Johnson. I found something very interesting, very disturbing, and completely heinous. Last year, I came across a story where a woman made it her mission to get everyone in her town vaxxed, meaning with the COVID. See the verification links below. There's two different links called the Panola Project and Panola, Alabama, population 2022. The article she said was, okay, now I'm skipping ahead here. 
uh, Dorothy Oliver and another woman, Drusilla Russ Jackson, helped. At the time, the population of that town was 144. So a very small town in Alabama. Panola, Alabama. The article said she was successful in getting 94% of the population vaxxed. She was really doing her level best for Satan, is all I can say. Because she sure wasn't being led of God. I made a mental note at the time to check back to see what was going on. Anyhow, today I was looking through my photos and deleting what I didn't need anymore. I came across the Panola article photo and I was like, oh yeah, let me see what's going on there. I typed in the city name and link to the population of the city came up. My jaw dropped. It says the population is now only 39. 144 to 39 in about a year. I have not done any research on this further, but it seems obvious what has happened. This is devastating. Yeah. Yep. Another listener comment. Just wanted to let you know what's going on with how they're trying to force us to get the COVID jab to get or keep a job. Now, obviously, this wouldn't be applicable to everybody, but at some point, this is going to be encroaching and increasing into all manners of workplace um, if, you know, again, humanity doesn't, push back and if the christians aren't praying and fasting and then educating others because i believe that's the main factor some of the seasonal this is a longtime listener in virginia she says some of our seasonal jobs with employee housing like dorms or cabins etc are not requiring the vax to get the job but they are requiring vaccination in order to live in their housing the job I'm at now as part of our onboarding, filling out all the computer forms online, the I-9s, the W-2 forms, etc., are requiring us to tell them our vaccine status, if we were vaxxed or not, and if we're planning on getting it in the future. I think they're also ask. I think they also ask for dates and for you to upload your pa your vaccine passport if you're vaxxed, or your card vaccine card nothing has gone away as far as employment is concerned in fact i only see more businesses requiring it because they're totally on board with the satanic agenda just like the 501c3 corporate churches yoked up with satan and that's why they're not saying a whole lot about it i'm really feeling it limiting my options so now i'm in the seat i'm in the cdc and fema database no doubt and probably being will probably be targeted harassed etc as soon as the vaccine becomes mandatory at some point soon i'm guessing i have to think and pray about if i even want to stay here if i had uh if i had more to live on i would have walked out and not answered the questions but because of my dire financial situation i did not answer the questions so i would ask you to pray for her um virginia i may have to leave soon it just doesn't sit right with me i'm sure they're in bed with the cdc fema dhs etc yeah i couldn't agree more but how many other millions of people are also you know in this type of situation absolutely horrific for this total satanic scam demic that the only ones that are dying are the ones getting the kill shot are the ones you know letting themselves get into the hospital systems um regarding you know that whole ventilator thing and the cocktail drugs they put on. So, then we have this. Reuters reported that the U.S. government will get 3.2 million doses. The good news, good news. That we're they're they're ordering more. So again, 
what this shows us is they're not there's there's no plans in them backing off on this in any way shape or form the u.s government will get 3.2 million doses of the covid19 vaccine developed by novavax once the shot has been authorized by the regulators the department of health and human services and the company said on monday the shot will be made available for free in the country after it gets authorization by the food the fda for emergency use again that means they have no liability whatsoever and these centers for disease control and prevention yeah they're all about the prevention right advisors to the fda last month voted to recommend that the agency authorize the shot for use in adults and we know now it's being approved for toddlers and teenagers and six-year-old six-month-old infants and pull nine yards So here's some more COVID-19 scamdemic headlines. Whilst Trudeau had COVID-19 again, his government revealed the vaccinated accounted accounted for only 93% of COVID deaths in Canada, 50% of which were quadruple jabbed. I don't believe it. Now we're just getting into this conspiracy theory stuff. Oh no, it's all documented. Sorry. Sorry about that. So in Canada, the vaccinated only accounted for 93% of the COVID deaths, guys, come on. Those are odds I can live with. And more importantly, I can feel good about. I don't know about you, but that makes me feel kind of warm and fuzzy. 50% of them were quadruple jab. Those are the, those are the true believers, the quadruple jab. They, you know the the whole expression taking one for the team taking taking one for the satanic team they proved they were true believers in the casket pilots doctors and aviation experts lift the lid i'm sorry i'm correcting the text on this lift the lid regarding the covid kill shot on what is happening in the sky so if you want to know more about that there's a link there. Then, what did Biden mean by a second pandemic is coming? Quote, more details are forthcoming. Next report. Next headline. These aren't normal cancers. Doctors all over the world are noticing that something is wrong. Yeah. It's one of the mechanisms. Abnormal, out of control, insane cancers. One of the, one of the many benefits of the COVID kill shot. The gift that keeps on a given. Then nano and micro blood clots seen in the capillary blood of vaxxed and non-vaxxed. We're going to cover that a little bit. So meaning you can be around these people and it's affecting you. And we're going to talk about that if, if I can get to it tonight. Then FOIA emails reveal Canadian health officials had pre-knowledge of the vax effects and mandated it anyway because they love us so much. Then army begins soft purge, now cutting unvaccinated soldiers from pay and benefits. This has been all the, the headlines this last week. Then hundreds of thousands of U.S. troops may face dismissal. More than 200, this is why they want to bring in the, the U.N. troops. When they get our numbers low enough of our troops that um, have functioning brain cells and will not will refuse to, to take the COVID kill shots. And I'm not coming down on everybody that took it. I'm just saying the ones that have done their homework. Well, they want to make sure all their all them all those are gone, so that they can replace them with their transgender, um, you know, 
pro-abortion United Nations infiltrated army of devils that can be the new U.S. face of the U.S. Army and Marines and Air Force and Navy. That's what they're trying to do. And they're, they're getting pretty successful at it, all under the guise of, you didn't take the kill shot. You gotta go. Hundreds of thousands of U.S. troops face dismissal. More than 260,000 American servicemen could be discharged due to noncompliance with the COVID kill shot mandates. The Chinese takedown plot of America's military is almost complete. Well, that's one aspect. I think it's a global UN type of purge. More than 60,000 army soldiers losing pay, benefits over vaccine mandate. Attorney representing military whistleblowers argues total number is much higher. Yep, because they got the memo. Then we have this, massive biostructures found in the body of the vaccinated. The evidence of vaccine death and injuries is overwhelming to anyone capable of seeing past the mainstream media's hypnotic lies. The numbers tell us that the vaccines have already caused a 20% increase in deaths. Now we have a, a run rate of about 20% excess mortality. That's confirmed by uh, the CDC numbers, the funeral home numbers, and the insurance company numbers. And then somebody did an independent study I saw recently suggesting 20% is the number. So we're running at 20% excess deaths. And a 10% increase in disabilities. This is a stunning number. You're telling yeah. me that things been flat for five years at 29 million and all of a sudden out of the data, they got three million people are disabled out of nowhere? Correct. And now we are beginning to understand that this is just the beginning. Things are going to get much, much worse. Many of us have already seen the mysterious objects found in the vials of COVID vaccines by two separate independent groups using electron microscopy. We are also familiar with the rising number of strokes, heart attacks, and other side effects experienced worldwide after the biggest experimental vaccination in history. And now we are getting a first glimpse of what is causing all this. Something in the COVID vaccines seems to be growing within the recipient's vascular system. Anomalous objects are being discovered in the dead bodies of the vaccinated by embalmers yes. and coroners. Horrific oh. things being grown inside. They're showing the one guy showing one of the clots in the that he pulled out as an embalmer. That's one of the guys I played. Mortician finds massive hand-sized clots and cadavers after backs. I mean, we are talking red level total satanic full-on assault of humanity with these things the veins and arteries these are not blood clots and they appear to be some sort of organic material with small crystals and extremely thin wires made up of what looks like reptilian scales yes wow oh wow this wire they're doing an up-close microscopic it literally guys it looks like a reptilian like scale within like I guess this is a vaccine vial. It looks like alligator skin almost commingled with. <laughs> I'm just telling you. The Bible says in Daniel that they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave. They, some other race. It doesn't say humans are going to mingle themselves. This is regarding the end times. 
this is regarding Daniel, where you know we're heading into the tribulation period. It's, it's that specific time. They shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave. The word cleave in that regard, if you go to the Hebrew, means to aptly fit, like to fit well. So I don't think this has been near as successful as they want, but it's just like when you know they say the vampire comes to your door, you got to invite him in. Well, you taking the COVID, and I'm, I'm not speaking to my listeners so much as I am just a humanity, you taking that COVID kill shot is you inviting that vampire into your body. You're inviting this reptilian entity into your body, essentially. telling you when the truth the true truth comes out it, it, and i don't know if it'll totally come out this side of heaven but we're all going to be amazed including myself this internal blockage growing within the vaccinated would certainly explain all of the deadly side effects we are seeing today what the mainstream media is currently spinning as sudden adult death syndrome we do not know what these things are, but they are being found by embalmers and coroners everywhere, except they're showing all kind of embalmers posting pictures of these gigantic clots that they're pulling out of cadavers. And, and again, I have been reporting on this for many, many months now. Um, this is not some made up story. This is happening. All of them are too afraid to speak out or they don't care. Only one has shown the courage to speak out so far. And this is the real tragedy. For those who remain silent, things will not get better. The FDA is poised to authorize these deadly vaccines to children as young as six months old. And humanity does nothing. Today, we want to provide an update on a topic that I know many parents and grandparents are focused on. The potential for the first COVID-19 vaccines for kids under five. We have waited a long time for this oh, moment. Well, guys, uh, here's some good news. The Biden administration has finally announced a vaccine rollout plan for children under five, and they've ordered 10 million doses. That's great. Yeah. He's, he's, he's wanting to get applause, and evidently he's getting at just Jimmy Kimmel or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you know, we obviously, this is absolutely to fulfill Satan's agenda. We need this to happen, to defile the littlest ones. I mean, it's not enough to abort most of the babies that are actually born before they're ever born in the United States. That's not enough. I mean, we've got to have this to defile them once they're out of, I mean, and all the other vaccines and all the other ways they're defiling them. I mean, you know, come on. Right now, kids are like, oh my gosh, we can finally meet up for drinks. Yep, as we speak, everyone in the lollipop industry is like, we're buying a yacht, here we go! You get a lollipop, you get one. Oh, isn't that funny? It's very exciting to hear a four-year-old scream, Facebook told me Bill Gates controls the vaccines. You go, okay, shoot. Uh, <laughs> See, they're just mocking you right to your face. It's it's all, and this is why if, if, if you go by this, if this is your reality and, and, you, and you, you're you enmeshed in this type of mainstream lies and propaganda media, you know, you'll believe all this garbage. Because you have no love for the truth. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but that's what it would show God, not me. I'm not your judge. That's what it shows God. And the Bible talks about it in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And this is regarding the time of the apostasy of the church, the falling away, the wicked being revealed. That During that exact time, 
the word of God says, and for this cause, God shall send them, meaning the majority of humanity, God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned who received not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Not my words, the word of God. You realize that's talking about eternal damnation and hellfire and then the lake of fire. It's a pretty big deal if you have love for the truth in God's eyes. doesn't mean that you're perfect. It doesn't mean you're going to walk around in sinless perfection. Not to say we shouldn't strive for purity and, and, and perfection, but having a love for the truth is incredibly important to God. And what I see regarding humanity collectively is that the vast, vast majority have zero love for the truth. They only have the love for the truth that will corroborate their own worldview and support their own, maybe their own um, sin, their own paradigm. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but they end there over the ways of death. They're all led by their hearts or they're led by silly men or or women in the pulpits that are leading them into hellfire. The Bible says if the blind leadeth the blind, they will both fall into a ditch. And Jesus Christ talked about the hirelings. That the true shepherd would lay down his life for the sheep. But the hirelings, they do it for the hire. They do it for the money. They have no love for the, for the sheep. They're wolves in sheep's clothing. But the true shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep. That's the way a true pastor should be. I, I would I would die for you guys. I would die to get this. I'm, I'm not going to quit unless, you know, God says, okay, you do this now. Or I'm, whatever, taken out of the game in one way, shape, or form. I'm not going to stop putting out truth. I, if it cost me my life, it cost me my life, okay? And that doesn't, I'm not saying that because I'm so great and wonderful. Ooh, Honestly, I feel like that if you're a pastor or a watchman or whatever, that should just be your reasonable service. That's the way I feel. I, I don't know. Call me wacky. Call me, I'm funny that way. You know, that should just be normal. The Bible says greater love hath no man than this, than a man that would lay down his life for his friends. You know, I mean, I don't know. But that's not the norm. And the love for the truth is not the norm. And that's why I the, the ministry, you know, is called Contending for Truth. Because that's what we're trying to do. Contend for the truth. So let's go further. Did we deserve anything other than pain and suffering if we do nothing to protect our own children? Once those afraid of speaking out begin seeing their coroner tables filled with dead children, it will be too late. Wow. But yeah. it's not too late now. If so he's basically appealing to the morticians. Now that other, this was, this was made before that last report came out with that Dr. Cole and that other doctor. And I think there are more coming out. And again, this just, you know, that's part of the prayers of, our current event prayer list for those that are, you know, righteous 
you know, in the system to come out and, and to put forth the truth and, and let's create this avalanche of truth that cannot be stopped with prayer and fasting behind. That would be, you know, the ultimate. You're in a bomber, a coroner, or a funeral director, and you are seeing these things, there is still time to save the lives of our innocent children. You can start now by contacting Dr. Jane Ruby at protonmail.com. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Yeah, Dr. Jane's pretty much on the cutting edge. Uh, I haven't even got a chance to look, look at her videos this week, but I mean, she just... Yeah, I got some great stuff. Now, I'm going to try to get through this. This is actually the longest part because it's all screenshots of images of things that are posted. And this is entitled, The Reports of Smells, Shedding, and Behavioral Changes Associated with the COVID uh, Bioweapon Shot. Now, again, the reason I'm going over this is more from a watchman, more of a heads-up thing. I want my listeners to be aware of this. Because I'm not really... I'm like... <laughs> like tethered to my house because of the ministry and the various and tons of things I've always got to do every day ongoing kind of never ending so I don't I don't have like this is this is my job and and I don't I'm not out interacting a lot with people or in the workplace or or if I do it's not very long so I'm just gonna read some of these um these are all different things that have been posted on the internet. Has anyone, or I can smell a metallic scent on some of them, meaning the vax, the, the COVID vax. It's awful. And it lingers even after they leave the room. Then somebody says, um, I can smell a weird smell of heaviness in the air in the restaurant full of people. For example, I just get a get out vibe very strongly. Another one said, uh, yeah, I was just telling one of my contacts the other day, I finally pinpointed the smell that others have been talking about. What I smell was a heavy, sweet chemical odor, like a floor cleaner or a detergent. Initially, I'd smelled this on the guy who delivers water cans, but thought he was just uh, a bit enthusiastic with some cheap deodorant spray. Still, though, I'd feel an instinctive urge to hold my breath when he comes around. Then my neighbor died, and a lot of the people were congregated next door and out. And I'm sure they died from the kill shot. And then they were congregating on the landing outside my door. At one point, I opened my door, and I was about knocked down by that same odor. And this was outside. Quickly, and then I quickly closed it again. Like I was telling someone else, when you get that many people in a tight spot, especially in warm weather, and people are worked up mentally, you should be smelling a combination of some natural BO, some sweat, some perfume, some hair products, and maybe an occasional cigarette odor. Some very faint whiffs of different laundry detergents on those clothes you were freshly washed. You should not be smelling one uniform chemical odor on a crowd of 20 of 10 to 25 people i also wondered if the body of the deceased vaxxed person might be smelling more strongly yeah well we know that those spike proteins continue to multiply in the in them even after they've been bombed it seems uh then another person said i do do not smell anything around vaccinated but uh this week got extremely nauseous after taking taking outside to a double jabbed woman talking outside to a double jabbed woman um, with some jabbed, I do not feel or smell anything. And with some, I really feel weird symptoms like headaches, heart issues, nausea, ovarian pain. Now, 
that could be explained also by are they single job, double job, triple, quadruple job? I mean, you know, obviously the more of those horrible COVID shots that are in the person, the more likelihood this is going to happen. Then the next person said, I smell a scent. Yes, in the air, it's a harsh synthetic scent. It can be kind of flourish, but harsh like vinegar. The con the congestion reminds me of when I go in a building with ins installation fiberglass exposed. Then another person says, yes, the chemicals they put in the potty are very similar smell. I am wondering, and I talked about that right when this when they started just first jabbing the people that the, that the uh, guys in the sewage industries were already picking it up that were working with septic tanks. We did a couple different reports on that, how they were opening up these septic tanks and getting like knocked over with this new smell they had never smelled before. And that when they would go, when guys would go into like sports stadiums and public bathrooms where tons of them were using the same urinals and toilets that it was overpowering. We, we've talked about this this concept before um i'm wondering what on earth it is in that vaccine to cause that and it seems to be a permanent thing then another one says me too it's horrific i've started to be able to tell if they've had astrazeneca or pfizer now astrazeneca has a slight sweetness to it both but both smells are horrific they must be emitting something pretty toxic to smell like that i still don't understand how some people can smell it and some can't I, personally, for me, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, I, I, if I have, I haven't really been aware of it. But you have to understand, I'm not, I'm in and out of places. I'm not like lingering and I'm not in typically places where there's a ton of people congregated together. Most of the time, I, some of the times I don't get out of the house for days, you know, so I'm not a, the greatest, you know, person about that. Um, then another person said, depends sometimes if I'm near someone, sometimes smell uh, it smells like an empty, you hold an empty can. Other people smell like, I don't even know what she's trying to say there. Um, anyway, then the next one says, I've heard people say a soapy chemical smell. For me, it's like downy dryer sheets, but so strong it hurts my nose. We had a bell guy from the phone company working on our phone lines and my head hurt. Pressure at the frontal and temporal lobes. So if you're all of a sudden getting headaches that you never got before, and nothing else has changed. Well, this might be it. Pressure in the frontal and temporal lobes from about 10 minutes after he arrived to about half hour after he was gone. And the smell was very strong. What could possibly be in that vax uh, to have a smell like that? And then the next person said it is a blend of both that you are describing. Or do some people smell like death and some smell like floral things? Then the person says, people that can smell the vax have continuously said that there is there, there are floral people and there is a and there are foul smelling people, but not combined. So I don't again, I haven't experienced this, but you know, others have. Then the next person said it's hard to describe and many don't get it. I will not go into a meeting place now. Went into a bowls club recently. I don't know what that means, maybe bowling club? I don't know. Recently to listen to music in a bowls club. Okay, whatever that means. Um, but didn't last five minutes. I was seriously out of the park. Okay. Um, then I have friends who can smell them. They smell like sulfur or rotten eggs. Yowza. That's the smell I smell when I sense demonic activity and the smells that go along with it. I am in deliverance ministry. I cannot go around the vaxxed. I can't. I burn like I'm standing in a bonfire. Wow, okay. Um, 
I do believe there's a gigantic demonic component too, so you know. Then, wow, this is interesting. Even when people wear perfumes, they smell like heavy chemicals. There, that was just a point. Uh, my daughter-in-law took the shots and she smelled like sulfur the other day. Next one says, you're smelling the chemicals in the shot. The others that are smell like sulfur and are rotting are smelling the cell death. Now, it's, it's a theory. Then... The next one, yes, like industrial floor cleaner, detergent, or something else described, like porta potty chemicals. Now, the reason I'm saying all this is so that if you're, if any of this rings true to you, and all of a sudden you're experiencing health issues, well, now you know. And maybe there's some thing God's been convicting you about, and this is going to give you the confirmation you needed to have. Again, I'm a watchman, so I'm, I'm trying to get the word out on all the different ways that. This thing's manifesting. Uh, <clears throat> someone else said sulfur, rotten eggs. Uh, a few months ago, someone described rotting flesh. I wonder if it smells different according to the brain of the jab and which country they're in. Yeah, probably would. Uh, I have felt it too. Some are just completely changed. Humans, it's sick. It's evil. Meaning they're, they're literally changing the way they act. I have a friend who has had the Nova crap which is like a derogatory way of saying the Novo one. And I can smell it on her from one meter away. And her husband has since had a headache, which doesn't he doesn't typically get. For four days, nothing could fix the pain in his head. Man, I smell rotten eggs, and it was gross another time. I was smelling the undertone of poo. Um, and I thought I was going crazy. I was worried for my olfactory, meaning the olfactory nerves, which is your sense of smell the cranial nerve uh, lol but thanks to everyone on here who was this who was smelling similar i can relax knowing that when when a double is in my home meaning a double vaxxed i guess they're gonna leave a smell wow it even hangs around when they're gone it's just so weird hard to get in my head around because i've never experienced i guess this is one of the ways that they're shedding the, the spike proteins too now here's more on behavior changes hi all i have a question for those who have had partners ex-partners who are four times jabbed and and have kids my ex was pretty flexible where possible we co-parented quite well occasionally we had some hiccups we both tried our best sometimes he even bothered to consider something I found important regarding the kids. Since the fourth job, meaning his fourth job, yes, my medical researcher, yes, I'm a medical researcher, so I know why, not only has his anger and aggression increased, but as I expected, also his spite, hatred, and chastening of the kids, trying to parent, parent alienate me and withholding requests to assist the kids when it's his visitation even if it's obviously to the child's benefit. Can others in similar situations please confirm if you're experiencing this type of behavior? It's getting alarming now. Now, I've done, again, whole studies, and I have a whole file on the spiritual implications of getting the COVID kill shot, and it is gigantic at this point, my file on it. So we've already well proven what we're seeing more confirmation of here, but these are more specifics. So then the next report. Yes, my husband's vax baby mama and 14-year-old that we have part-time have become unbearable to deal deal with. She, the mom, was a nightmare before, but now she's turned the 14-year-old against us, and she has been obstinate as heck. Honestly, I wear black 
tourmaline whenever she comes over that's kind of a like wearing a stone and probably getting a little bit into the new age there um but it's supposed to absorb negative energy i, I don't get into that but sometimes i do oh well she's a witch okay sometimes i do protection spells because i feel these people are operating on a satanic energy level even though she's serving satan <laughs> but she's a good white witch um not only do i mention i get extreme fatigue when she comes over and sheds on us then the next one same my teenage stepdaughter and granddaughter said they want to punch people in the face for the slightest things wow a little aggressive there it's like they have zero self-awareness and compassion now but they are also teenagers shaking my head they've gotten so entitled i'm glad we only see them part-time then the next one i've noticed my friends family their job are very short-tempered now then the next one i can relate to that wife has been boosted meaning got the booster covid now that i have covid she gets angry when i even mention the use of ivermectin i think this mechanism is in play she feels that that and not taking the jabs is a denial and rejection of the medical consensus she believes in. Well, it's the demons that emanate and operate through her now because she's fully on board and totally demonically brainwashed from the COVID kill shot, most likely. Um, then the next one, personality changes. Yes, perhaps the unconsciously know what they're in for. Perhaps it's spiritual. I know of four times a man trying to molest women in his family pleasuring himself in public i'd be careful things are going to get worse again this is all part of the plan guys to create this demonic demon infested army i'm sorry this is dna defiled not fully human it changes your dna i mean i'm not saying god can't compensate i'm not saying god's not big enough but these are not people that are seeking god okay the ones they're in description of i'm not saying god couldn't reverse it but you know it's just not good so here's the next one i'm so glad i found this group i seem to have stay i seem to have to stay away from people altogether shedding or whatever it gets into my lungs and my heart first hugs and handshakes are now almost deadly to me if i don't get away immediately upon feeling chest pain and congestion I take ivermectin, C, D3, K, zinc, uh, hydroxychloroquine. I get If I don't do this, I get very sick for four plus weeks. Again, I don't think you need the ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine if you're doing, again, I wouldn't just rely on D3, K, and zinc. I would add in the calcium, I'd add in the vitamin C, I'd add in the selenium in particular. That's incredibly important for anything viral. Anyway, I'm posting my COVID-19, all the protocol. To boost your immune system and to deal with the, the shedding and to deal with any potential blood clots and to deal with all of that i'm posting my whole document for free at the end of this pdf for july 18th 2022 i used to post it after every single one but i mean i don't want to keep doing that and adding another 20 pages to every pdf okay but i am posting it to this one um, and it's my most updated one, so it's the most current I have on it. So, oh man, I'm about out of time here. Oh, then they go on to say, I scan for available Bluetooth devices when I'm in public. There are so many unnamed devices, and these are the 12-digit alphanumeric devices that they're unnamed that will show up on certain phones. Okay, I've documented this over and over. Here's another confirmation. 
I'm practically living on ivermectin. Uh, can't live without it. Again, you know, you, you need to get educated because you don't even need that. But uh, how can I be around people again? I am unvaxxed healthcare worker. Will I ever be able to work again? SOS. Every time I go to a supermarket, I have an itchy rash. Do I have to stay in a room with a jab for a longer time? I also have pressure on my lungs and heart, eye infections, irregular menstruation. I'm very tired after the shedding, after being around the shedding, the people shedding. I work mostly from home. So often I have to be one to two times a week. So often I I just have to be, uh, oh, I have to be around the jab for about one to two times a week for about a half an hour. But already that is way too much. Then the next one, I have the same problem. I feel like it's getting worse month after month. Last December to now, my reaction is so much worse. Are you sick? Well, yeah, because more people are getting vaxxed. And if you're not detoxing this with like, nobody's mentioned NAC at all. Nobody's mentioned N-acetylcysteine, which is what gets the, the graphene oxide out of your system, which is a major component of the kill shots. They're not doing the protocol I'm, I'm recommending. And I'm telling you, it is, I believe it's the best protocol on the internet regarding dealing with this from a very purely natural standpoint. Nobody mentioned NAC once, and that's a, the main, main one to help with the detox on this. Not exactly the main one to help with the immune system, but if you're around the shedding, if you could do one thing, if you're around the shedding, it's NAC and, and acetylcysteine. I carry it. They're trying to take it off the market. They're trying to ban it because it is a remedy for this, but you can get it online still, tons of places. Oh boy, I'm running out of time. Um, Okay, I have a friend who's opposed to all vaxes, but decided upon Novavax. Her husband, unvaxxed, explained how he has excruciating headaches now that truckloads of, I think, ibuprofen could not fix for days. I am convinced it was shedding. Plus, I could smell it around there. It affected my nose, my eyes, my throat. So if someone believes this is an option, then that's, then that's their choice. To me, I react to shedding and the smell of it from them. Except the J&J, which I don't know if someone in that company uh, whose company I have been in to properly identify. Okay. Next one. Definitely airborne. I've not hugged or kissed any jab folks. Just passed them in common areas and received parcels from jab delivery guys and rode in vehicles driven by jab drivers. Yeah, and still been affected. I know, I also know that I do not have contact with the jab. Just if I'm in the supermarket, I'm around them. It's even, it's way, way too much for me. Then the next one says, if I'm getting sick or hugged by the vax, people touching them and breathing near them, it starts like a feeling of pneumonia in the center of my chest. I've taken, I've taken ivermectin right away. When this, when I feel this heavy sensation, again, you'd be way better off taking lung actual things that support your lungs. Like I recommend in my PDF that'll be at the end of this. It's much more healthy than than relying on a drug, which is just going to mobilize your own reserves. But anyway, repeated contact will sicken. And not only that, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine do have side effects, guys. I've covered those before. They're a drug. Repeated contact will sicken and disable me for four plus weeks. I didn't think I'd survive this last round. I was so weak. I couldn't sit up in a chair. Uh, a workout when I started to feel better was to sit in a chair without using a backrest. That was a workout. Um, I don't get dare get a massage. It would probably kill me. I Meaning if the massage, art, massage person was um, vaxxed. I am a CT x-ray tech. I am unemployed. I would, I would like to see the unvaxxed only workplace in healthcare. 
and massage and all the workshopping and social. Yeah, fat chance of that ever happening. Okay, then the next one. Thank you so much. Right now, my cat Emma has two prions and a cons prions like prion like Hoodsville Jake like mad cow disease and chronic wasting disease. That yeah, sounds like it. As well as started going into kidney failure. Good look. Well, now, gee. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I can see that because I couldn't get to it this week because I'm, I'm, I'm running out of time right now, but there is a report I'm going to be doing, I don't know if I'll get to it the next time, on how this can cause, like the prion disease in humans, that's another component of the kill shot, I have reported on that before, but, you know, like out of sight, out of mind, I'll, I'll try to get into that maybe in the next teaching, I'm not even seeing my mom anymore until she stops putting our lives at risk, does anyone here know why, some of us are sensitive and some are not, then the next one, anyone got experience getting rid of adverse effects of the COVID vaccine shedding transmission in dogs? Otherwise, active, healthy dog has been exposed to double jab people and now is since losing weight, listless, does not eat well, generally unwell. Is borax safe for dogs as a possible vac shedding solution? I would go with knack. I don't know about bor borax. Number one is the detergent. I would be reluctant to just using that i know there's reports out there that say you can do it i don't see how boron's really going to help you a ton on that one the nac if you're going to do anything i wanted to mention these last two because what if you've got pets and all of a sudden you're wondering why is fluffy or rover taking a turn for the worst out of nowhere for no apparent reason well this might be the reason so again trying to warn now Again, I'll, I'm just going to cover this super quick. Um, the following are just, a, well, the, again, this is entitled Nano and Micro Blood Clots Seen in the Capillary Blood of Vaxxed and Unvaxxed, meaning COVID unvaxxed. So in other words, they're doing dark field microscopy, which is what I used to do when I was first in practice, which is just amazing. And they're finding all kinds of problems in both vaxxed and unvaxxed. Now, obviously, if you're vaxxed, it's going to be worse, but... In the unvaxxed, they're seeing all... So that proves all those testimonies that I just read you that yes, just being around the vax and the more vaccines they've got and the closer proximity you are to them and the, you know, I'm sure there's a ton of factors that can have a tremendous effect on you. The following are just a few examples of the thousands of micrographs um, I have observed and documented in the last two months viewed under the bright field, phase contrast, dark field mi mi microscopy, scanning electron microscope, and transmission electron microscope. This guy's really got all the, the tools here. What does healthy blood look like here? And again, I, I'm not going to get into this. I'm just going to throw it out to you. If you want to click on this link, it'll run you all the way through it. There's all kind of pictures and all kind of stuff you can look at. Healthy capillary blood from an unvaccinated male appears even, as, even in color, even in shape, and even in the size observed under these three different contrasts. What does unhealthy blood look like? which is full of graphene, iron, aluminum, parasites, acid crystals, and blood clots. To see the whole thing, here's the link. Now, the last thing I'm doing, because I'm totally out of time, my recommended protocol for COVID-19 um, and the shedding from COVID vaccinated, I give you my testimonials that oh, a ton of listeners have sent me. I talk about the silver, um, using it, the selenium, the vitamin C, all the choices that I have, the zinc, the calcium, 
the vitamin D3, the iodine, the NAC that I mentioned, the fulvic acid, which helps to get the magne magnetic metals out of the body, the quercetin, which helps drive zinc into the cells, just like hydroxychloroquine kind of does, um, which is very similar in action. The natokinase, how that always, you know, helps with the blood clots for, for lung support, the two products I recommend. Uh, for parasite eradication, which is also a, pro, a, a component of this for stroke recovery protocol. If, you, if you've had a stroke and you're trying to recover from this, what I recommend there, I'm giving you all this information from a doctor that's been doing this almost 30 years in alternative healthcare for free. Okay. And again, whether you get them from me or not, I just want you to get help. Okay. Uh, then how does EDTA chelation work? Um, which can help clean out the arteries, uh, the various kinds, the IV, the oral, the even suppositories. I get into all that. And then um, I get into other different things, all kind of listener comments about that I've received over the last, my word, two years or so. How to go after internal infection from multiple angles, uh, sinus infections, lung infections, ear infections, eye infections. You can do all kind of stuff with these protocols that I'm giving you for free. Uh, this is life-saving stuff. And then a whole bunch more testimonials from my listeners. And then on my protocol, this COVID protocol, tons and tons of testimonies here. I'm not, trust me, they're all real. I, I would rather die than give you bogus false information i mean that uh stuff on vitamin c information uh, information are fevers bad no actually they're not unless it's one above 104 for an extended period of time it's fevers are a god-given attribute of our immune system designed to kill pathogens i get into the whole thing on that um and then calcium the importance of calcium and vitamin d3 for your immune system i have a whole little write-up on that and then invive Invive Silver dosing chart for children and babies. The website for the Invive Silver is dr, like doctor, the hyphen or the dash symbol, Johnson, J O H N S O N dot com. Now, if, if you type that in, it'll immediately go to a different website. And that's by design by Invive because that site was being targeted um, probably by whatever, spam bots or whatever. And so this is what they had to do at Invive. That's their website. But when you do go there and purchase the silver, it does help support the ministry. Uh, man, I'm really over on time. More testimonials. Symptoms of coronavirus infections almost also perfectly mirrors symptoms of zinc deficiency. And this is why hydroxychloroquine works so good because it drives zinc into the cells. Um, and then the importance of iodine, zinc, quercetin, and then on the connection between graphene oxide found in the COVID vaccines and blood clots there's all kinds of write-ups on that and how knack helps that and then can fulvic acid help demagnetize the unvaccinated and its importance okay so i think we're and then pine needle tea uh, that's also an answer to vaccine shedding and transmission learn about sermon or skirmic acid and how to make your own extracts just got to get the right pine needles if you're going to do it and i would anyway you can you can order tinctures, which is a neat, and then black seed oil strongly binds to the vaccine spike proteins, prevents vascular damage. These are all different reports I'm giving you for free on this, um, and I think we're about done here. I'm way over on time. Hopefully this will upload, and God bless you, and we will see you in the next audio, whenever that may be. God bless you.